Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hustle and Pro. First of all, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. You are my listening audience, and every single time someone listens, it means something to me. So thank you for that. That being said, this episode is so different and so unique that I want to ask you a favor. I don't want you to stop listening, but I want you to consider watching this episode instead of listening. The reason I ask you to hop over and watch this episode is because you'll get a way better experience. So what we did on this um, this one was my friend John Davidson, who was a former pro skateboarder, he said, hey, do you think we could do an episode where we're collaborating and doing a live you know, live conversation while I'm skateboarding, while you're interviewing me and do an episode that way. And I said, maybe, sure. We talked about it. How are we going to do that? How's it going to sound? How's it going to look? How many people do we need? All this stuff. And we finally said, all right, let's go for it. Let's see if we can make it happen. So we did. So the episode is him skateboarding, me talking to him, So there is an interview that you can listen to, but you're also going to hear some wind and you're going to hear some skateboarding clicking around, hitting some rails, grinding on concrete. So it's a little loud for just a listening experience. You'll get way more out of it if you're able to watch it. So if you want to watch it, hop over to YouTube and all you have to do is type in hustle and pro, just H-U-S-T-L-E. A-N-D-P-R-O. You should easily find our channel and you can find it there and watch the episode. Either way, I have a special thanks to you for listening and or watching and a special thanks to the crew that helped make this cool episode happen. That's John Davidson, Sia over at Innovation Media Enterprises, who's also the producer of MAP Esports Podcast Network. And also thanks to Max Hilty for filming us. All right, without further ado, here's episode 140 of Hustle and Pro. John Davidson, his story on the board. Welcome to Hustle and Pro. This is probably the most unique episode that we've ever done or attempted to do. So I'm your host, Kelly Walker, and today we're at a skate park. So we have former pro skater uh, John Davidson. He's also the host of the DLC Drop podcast. Behind the camera today, Max Hilty is helping us out. So like I said, it's different, and we're going to give this a shot. So I'm going to throw it over to John, and he's going to tell you what in the world we are doing here. What's up, everybody? (laughs) Uh, Thanks for having me today, Kelly. This is a super fun idea that I had a while back. I was talking uh, with my friend Nate Ekman on the phone while I was pushing around this skate park. And I said, you know, it'd be awesome. What if we did a podcast episode while I'm skateboarding? Uh, a lot of my entrepreneurial background, my esports insights come from my life in the skateboarding community. So we thought, why not talk about those things while on the skateboard? So here we are at the Carbon Skate Park in Plano, Texas. I got my ice shaker, proud sponsor of the DLC Drop podcast. And we're going to skate around and have a great conversation to see how it goes. Let's do it. All right. Sounds good. Here goes. Here goes nothing. And I know that you uh, you don't just jump into these skating sessions cold. So you've warmed up a little bit and we're going to, you're going to see if you can prove that you can skate and talk all at the same time. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to test my multitasking skills today. Um, but yeah, I have actually saved a number of these tricks uh, for this. 
I've only done a few so far today, so uh, I kind of want people watching and listening to experience this session with me, and a lot of these tricks, these are the first times I'm trying them, even though I've been rolling around for a few minutes. So there's room for, for error and failure, which is the right part of skateboarding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Failure is 100% part of skateboarding, and typically, if you go to a skate park, you're going to see more falls than land a lot of times, but that's that's also part of the just entrepreneurial aspect of skateboarders, and, you know, we, we fail more than we succeed in the thing we love the most, and so I think uh, when I'm starting out with a new initiative or I would do a new marketing campaign, that's far less scary than risking bodily injury on a handrail. Yeah, for sure. All right. So obviously, uh, you, you, you know, skateboarding. Um, and I told people you're a former pro skateboarder and you have a 27 year skateboarding career. So give us, give us your condensed version of what that looks like and, and your, and your perspective. Yeah. So I started skating when I was 11 years old and when I was 12 or 13, my brother said, John's pretty good at this. Let's start filming him. So at age 14, I got sponsored by a skate shop throughout high school. I had a number of sponsors, apparel, footwear, other things. And uh, when I was 20, I moved to Orlando, Florida, one-way ticket. And I didn't stop moving for about seven years. That was sketchy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I lived all over the country, Washington, D.C., Orlando, San Francisco. Eventually went back to school. Uh found an opportunity to keep skateboarding with skateboarding programs I'd run, things like that. And uh, I just continued to skateboard for fun. Um, you know, I'll send a video to my former sponsors. They'll send me some free skateboards. So we keep it going. Awesome. All right. So you and I met because you were on my – so seems seems like forever ago. Ooh, sorry, it's windy. Let's try to get quieter. Um, and when we were talking on Hustle and Pro, we were talking about esports. And I remember something that stuck yeah. out was how you were instrumental in bringing the GameStop like performance center. I don't know the the name of it um, to Frisco, and so that was fascinating. And we talked about that. And so that is that is your your work world is the world of esports. So talk to us a little bit about like. Where's eSports at today? Obviously, it's still a booming industry, but what are some of the, the milestones or or um, wins in the industry today with eSports? Yeah, so um, I got my start with eSports at GameStop, and then I spent some time at PRG, Production Resource Group, which is the world's largest entertainment production company, which I still work with part-time. And so, and then I'm also the chairman of the Esports Trade Association. And so what I seek to do in these roles to help benefit the community is really to, through DLC, my own company, consult brands and agencies to effectively engage the esports industry, which is something I learned through skateboarding. <sighs> I'm losing my breath. <laughs> um, yeah. With BRG, uh, we worked to revolutionize the live event fan experience which is super exciting with all their proprietary technology. 
and then with the Esports Trade Association, our goal is to improve the business practices so the industry will grow more sustainably. Right, because I'm sure that at a beginning, like a budding part of such a new industry, there's so much. Like, I would assume a big a big hurdle is education. I mean, there's people like my generation that have no idea when they first started hearing the word esports, like no idea what that even actually means. And then you talk about the live fan experience. Yeah. That's a whole element. When you people think, oh, it's a video game. Well, yeah, but there's this this live element of watching the people play that makes this industry as fascinating as it is. So is that what you guys do with the trade? Um, the trade is really just like educating and, like you said, building a basis for this industry to grow? Yeah, so there's a unique dynamic in the esports industry, which essentially is it's run by a lot of young people, and that's great uh, for a variety of reasons. But um, the challenge with being young is you don't have a lot of years of business experience. Right. And so what we do is we bring together the endemic industry alongside what I call complementary experts to work together to share knowledge and really learn how to do business better. One of the dynamics in skateboarding, I'm sorry, <laughs> in esports. Uh, your brain's doing is, one thing and your and your and your mind is doing another. Or your body's talking sure. to another. Yeah. My mind is far less tired than my body right now. Um <laughs> so in esports, um one of the dynamics is that sponsorship revenue is the number one source of revenue. Well a lot of sponsors yeah are not receiving ROI on those uh, sponsorships. And that's a terrifying proposition because being the, the largest source of revenue, the reason companies sponsor anything is to make more money than if they didn't, right? Right. And so, if they're not, they don't have a way to measure, even if they don't have a way to measure the simple stats as traffic and eyeballs and this and that and like, uh, lift on on website and of course revenue like they're not going to come back and renew those sponsorships with you and then you're dead in the water you have no future exactly so data is definitely one of the pain points in the industry so perfect example is we will bring together companies who are experts in procuring data connected with people mm. who are experts in esports and enable the measurement uh, enable better reporting and these are not the sexy things. These are kind of the back-end things yeah. in uh, the industry. But they're what make an industry work. So, right. very necessary. Yeah. Um, real quick before I ask you some more about esports, I'm going to give your let you think up a little and tell us tell us what you're doing. Like, what are some of these tricks that you want to show this this audience today? And like, walk us through a couple things you're actually doing out there. Yeah, so uh, this rail is one of my favorite obstacles. I stay here all the time. This is going to be a Smith grind. You'll see the back truck grind, and the front truck goes lower than the rail. It's one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, it's really just one thing to know. Almost each one of the, almost every single one of these tricks is different. So the untrained eye 
Mike saying, oh, he's doing that. <laughs> he's doing that same exact trick again on that rail. You know, how many times is he going to want to do that? Well, every single one of these tricks, I'm repeating a couple, but every single one for the most part is a different way that my board or my trucks are grinding or sliding on the rail. So that's the thing. I didn't know that until you told me that. Like, I'm the untrained eye you speak of, for sure. And, yeah, when I look, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah he did that, that rail again or that wall or whatever. And I don't know that the nuance is, what, how you approach, like, what part of your, not only what part of your board, but, like, which wheel, what part of it touches and all that. And then how you land or, I, I don't know. So there's all that matters and it, like, determines the differences in each each trick you're doing. Exactly. In fact, I'll show here real quick on this rail some of the tricks I've done so far and some of the names. So the trick I'm most comfortable with, which is really a warm-up, I start on this side. I ollie lock in my back truck. My front truck is lower. That's different from the last trick I did. So the other one that I was talking about while I did it is similar, but it's from the other side. So I'm coming like this. I've also done a crooked grind, which is the front truck locking and sliding on the rail. Um... I've done a front side tail slide, which is popping here, landing here, popping out. Um, I've done a backside lip slide, so I ollied up. Wheels come over, slide in the middle of the board. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun to just do all these different types of tricks in different ways, see what lands, what doesn't. Right. I've been fortunate so, to land, I think, all of them so far. So, so no, no offense here. <laughs> don't, don't take offense to this next question, but... Again, I don't know what I'm talking about, so I'm curious. Are these yeah. tricks, like, tricks you would hard. do in, in competition? And, yeah, are these hard? Like, are these, are these like, tricks that you compete with and, like, good stuff? Or is this, like, um, you know, a watered-down version of, of what you used to do? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of both. So, back one slide there, um, that's a trick that would be – legit in competition um but yeah i'm kind of since i didn't really warm up through all these trips before this i'm definitely starting with the basics yeah and as we go getting more and more complicated however i will say that one thing about skateboarding is that one trick is going to be a basic for one person and not for another and that's just one of the cool things so for example i just did a crooked grind on that ledge that just so happens to be uh, one of the tricks that comes easy for me and that I love to do all the time, somebody else, that might be hard for them and they might have another trick that's really difficult for me uh, that they specialize in. So, yeah, it just naturally just, works for some better than others. So, like, do you take after do the things that you, like, naturally lean towards in your, your warm-up tricks and stuff like that, is that because of people that you watched when you were younger and learned from? Um, like, who were some of the people that um, you were in awe of when you were, like, learning as a younger John? Yeah, so my absolute favorite skater of all time was Jeremy Ray. And I just loved how he skated. He did uh, the biggest gap and the biggest stairs. And he just had just his style was really impactful for me. And so... Uh, I even had a dog uh, growing up who I named after Jeremy Ray. <laughs> and my brother named uh, his dog Willie Santos after his favorite skater. So, That's awesome. Um, but 
But as I got a little older, uh, Paul Rodriguez has become one of my favorites. He's also a tremendous businessman. He has his own skateboarding company, his own apparel company. He's had eight or nine shoes for Nike. And then uh, when I lived in Sacramento going to school, somebody who I loved to watch was Miles Silvis, who was about 15, 16 at the time. And he is now a fully grown man and one of the absolutely best gamers in the world. So, wow. Um, cool to see those guys all throughout my skateboarding journey. Wow. Okay, so you brought up a good segue because I want to talk to you. You mentioned you mentioned the businessman. I want to talk to you about that piece um, of your life too. So I want to go back one step. Um, you know, this is this is an episode of Hustle and Pro, which is the podcast that I host. Which is to to anybody that's joining from your audience, John. My podcast is it's a sports podcast. It's from youth to pro, meaning I sit down with athletes or coaches or fans or broadcasters or Anybody in the world of sports, um, variety of all kinds of sports, whether it's a high school kid or a pro or a former pro, and we just talk about their sports journey and sort of their background and what they're into or, or their goals in the future, whatever that may be. So that's that's what Hustle and Pro is. You host the DLC Drop podcast. So for the, the audience that doesn't know what that is, give us your little pitch on what DLC is and, like, you know, how you'd want people to look for you there. Yeah, so I'm going to take a brief, brief break, a uh, little breather up here on top of the quarter pipe while I explain this. Um, <laughs> not usually talking this much while I'm skating. I know. Um, I yeah, so the DLC Drop one. podcast. <laughs> so I interview uh, industry leaders in sports, tech, entertainment, education, esports, and marketing. And we tell the stories of their career, their career journeys and what they've learned along those paths. And so it's just absolutely amazing. I feel very fortunate that people who have trusted me to tell their story and take the time to interview with me. You know, um, we've had yeah. uh, the first CEO of Beats by Dre, Susan Paley. Uh, we've had Wimstocks, who's an absolutely led, absolute legend in the gaming industry. We've had Mayor Mosso, former mayor yeah. in the fashion story in the U.S. Um, yeah. So I, I feel the same way. I mean, I love getting to do this podcast because meeting these people is just, it's such a blessing to have people sit down and just tell you about their life and how it all revolves back to passion, you know, sports. And so I feel that exact same way. I mean, some of the people I've, my last big milestone was our current Frisco mayor, Jeff Cheney. Um, and, you know, yeah. it's just been really cool. Even from like little kids, I've had just some some really amazing, inspirational people. And every time I let leave, I'm like, man, that was cool that that guy just gave me or that woman or young lady just gave me the time out of their day to, like, just tell yeah. me what's going on. And recently I had a long interview with Del Harris, who's, like, a 63-year basketball coaching legend and so many stories. He was He was just on and on about Kobe Bryant and Kobe's dad and, and Magic Johnson and – Shaq and the amazing people that he's been around in his career. Um, and I just, yeah, it's very humbling when you get to sit across from these people and have these nice conversations and just dig into a little bit about what's, you know, their perspective on things. So, yeah. So who are some of the guests that yeah. if somebody was new to DLC Drop Podcast and went and checked you out, like what what's a go-to episode or a couple guests that somebody should look for? 
Yeah, I would say uh, one go-to episode would be Jeff Moore, president and CEO of Team Envy. And he started out as an intern for the Dallas Sports Commission and became the first employee of the Dallas Stars. Worked his way all the way up to the SCP of sales and marketing at the Stars. And uh, then went on to run the F1 track in Austin for the American. Wow. As Coda, Chief yeah. Revenue Officer. Joined Envy, and he just has, he's such a great storyteller, which is a big part of podcasting, is, yeah. you know, yeah, some people have tremendous backgrounds, but how are they on the mic? And he just has such extreme relevance in that episode with traditional sports, esports. Um, I would say another one is Jared Wallace. Jared Wallace is a Paralympian. Had his, he, In high school, he was a D1 recruited sprinter. And had an issue with his calf. And with this issue, he um, he had to have his leg amputated in high school. Wow. And he has now gone on to be a three-time Paralympian. He also has his own company called Rival. And Rival, through 3D printing, provides accessible, customizable, and affordable prosthetics. And wow. That dude's story and who he is as a human is just unbelievable. Yeah. So I would say start with Jared Wallace and uh, Jeff Moore and, you know, scroll through the episodes and go from there. They're both audio and video, so check it out. Do people find you via a, a website or, like, what's what's the best place to, to find you? And I'll link to it, too, but I'm just curious what you send people. Yeah, so... Uh, best website, uh, my personal website is dlcyouth.com. Um, so you can find everything about my consulting company. Um, you can also check out the Esports Trade Association at esportsca.org. Okay. And uh, you can, on any podcast platform, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, Verbal, um, also YouTube, just look up the DLC Drop Podcast, and you'll find me there. Also, check out PRG.com. PRG is the <coughs> unrivaled event production company that I work with. Yeah. It's an amazing company. So when you were on Hustle & Pro, I don't think you had started podcasting back then, right? So how new are you to this, and, like, how many episodes have you done? Yeah, we're um, – I've been doing it just over a year. And they okay. come out weekly. So I think we just recorded our, uh, let's see, which episode would that be? That'd be in the uh, 50 range. Yeah. 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 Maybe our 63rd episode. And one thing that's super exciting, I'm so thrilled, it's kind of a a personal ben- benchmark or milestone, is we just got our first sponsor. And so this sponsor is Ice Shaker. It's a shark cake company, essentially a Yeti meets a protein shaker cup. And it was on shark tape, invested by Mark Cuban, uh, owned by former NFL player Chris Gronkowski, and now invested by his brother, the famous Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a great talk. I'm so hyped. Okay, so. So It means a lot to. I was going to say, it means a lot to have their buy in. But one thing that's cool that goes back to my skateboarding background is, you know, when I was 14 years old, I was sending out VHS tapes to the mail. 
and, you know, hoping I'd get a response. And when I met up with Chris, uh, September 31st, 2021, fixing the idea, I had that exact same feeling of like, man, I feel like I'm a kid again. Can somebody sponsor me? So, it's yeah. cool how to come full circle. That is cool. Okay, well, you mentioned milestones and, and stuff a while ago. And right when you mentioned that, I looked at the time. And my goal was to get you skating and talking for 20 straight minutes. And we just hit that. So Awesome. You have We have reached reach what we set out to do. So if you want to do another thing or two, go for it. But I'm I'm ready to wrap up. All right. I'm going to see if I can do one last thing. I've actually, you haven't, you've been kind of in the distance there, Kelly. And so, yeah. away from the wind. And I actually haven't missed a trick yet. <laughs> which is crazy. Well, maybe so you let's should. see if I can do one more to round it up. Oh, no. I changed you. The best thing about missing that trick is that what, that's what skateboarding is all about. And so um, I think people might have called BS if that had been perfection. And I usually have that trick. But it's a little cold, a little windy, not to give too many excuses. But, um, yeah, it's kind of fun to I think do it on a little bit of a slam. <laughs> I got to go grab my porch. I should have just, I I just, just wrapped it up for you. <laughs> Okay, so I will wrap it up from there. I should have just let him end on the on the perfect streak. But thank you for joining us for this different and fun, awesome episode of Hustle and Pro. We'll see you next time. Just like that. Got it. Second try.